RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Monday, June 3rd, 2019. On today's show, Zachary Quinto hopes to play Spock again. William Shatner says he would return as Captain Kirk. And a new visual effects reel shows how Star Trek Discovery Season 2 was made. All this and more catching up on the weekend's Star Trek news coming up next. The mythical Star Trek IV is in the news again this week, and this time it's because of the vaguest of status updates from actor Zachary Quinto. Vulture interviewed Quinto last week ahead of the premiere of AMC's horror miniseries, Nosferatu. In the show, Quinto plays the creepy villain Charlie Manx, who keeps himself young by, wait for it, feeding on the souls of kidnapped children. The role of Charlie Minx is not the first creepy villain he's played. Past roles include Dr. Oliver Threadson on American Horror Story Asylum, and of course his breakout role as Siler, the power-stealing serial killer in Heroes. When he was asked what draws him to these roles as villains, Quinto said, I think on some level it serves an important cultural purpose. People need to escape from their lives, and if they're interested in escaping into worlds that are dark because they can go into that realm and feel safe and feel like it's a fantastical way to do it, I'm happy to be a part of those stories. Playing a villain, you can be the receptacle for a lot of frustrations and angers and real-world fears that we're not able to process as readily. Among non-horror fans, Quinto is best known for his role as Spock in the Kelvin Timeline Star Trek films. In the interview, Vulture asked whether Star Trek IV was in limbo. Quinto replied, I don't know what's happening with that, and I'm trying to figure out what, if anything, will be the future for it. I feel glad that the franchise is having its own life, continuing on with Star Trek Discovery, and my hope is that we'll also get to go back and play those roles again but there's no telling right now if it'll happen or not. It isn't just Zachary Quinto who wouldn't mind reprising a classic Star Trek role. William Shatner is apparently still up for playing Kirk, even after all these years. Ahead of his appearance in Seattle next week, Shatner spoke on the phone to Charlie Harger from Como News Radio. In the touching interview, Harger asks Shatner about his fear of death, how he got Walter Koenig to open up on his biography channel show Raw Nerve, and what it's like for him interacting with fans. They also touch on Shatner's forays into music. Harger brought up his collaboration with Ben Folds, the wonderful album Has Been, which features artists such as Jarvis Cocker, Henry Rollins, and Brad Paisley, among others. When asked whether he would work with Ben Folds again, Shatner said... It's really up to him. It was perhaps the most successful of the albums that I've done. He went on to explain that he's working on a blues album and possibly a documentary, explaining the tight-knit blues community and his entree into it. 
He said of the venture, It's an interesting quest, and I think it would make an interesting documentary. So I'm attempting to do both. At the end of the interview, Harger asked Shatner a final bonus question. Would you ever consider returning to the role of Captain Kirk? To which Shatner replied, I certainly would. You know, a well-written thing? I certainly would. Absolutely. William Shatner is appearing at McCaw Hall at Seattle Center as part of the Unique Lives and Experiences lecture series. His lecture begins at 7.30 p.m. next Monday, June 10th. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. Last Friday marked the end of my first full month with daily Star Trek news. Over that time, I've been so grateful for the support of my patrons. With their support, I've reached my goal of covering my production costs, and now I'm looking forward to the future. If you would like to join the Daily Star Trek News family over on Patreon, then the address to go to is patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. And from just $1 a month, you can help make a difference too. Now, I know that not everyone is able to make a financial contribution, but you can still help me grow the show and reach even more Star Trek fans. Share the show on Twitter, leave a comment on Instagram, or even just review the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast catcher of choice. Every time you interact with the show, it makes it easier for other people to find it. Here's to a great end of May, and let's have a great June, too. And thanks again to you for supporting this show. As part of the push for Emmy nominations, the Star Trek Discovery visual effects team published a video last week, highlighting some of the most striking visual effects from Discovery Season 2. In a tweet, Star Trek on CBS All Access shared the video with the caption, From a child's imagination to an epic space flight. See how the Star Trek Discovery VFX team brings the most visually stunning moments to life. In the video, the VFX team showcases a series of scenes from the show, first as they're seen in the final production, then paired back to the original film, and then built up layer by layer back into the final product. Some of the scenes they show include the holographic dragon young Spock creates in the season opener, how they made the Saurian Linus blink, and how they created both the landing pods and the asteroid debris from the episode Brother when they rescued Jet Reno from the USS Hiawatha. Anyone interested in a taste of how they created the VFX magic in the latest season of Discovery would enjoy watching this little featurette. Emmy nomination voting starts next Monday, June 10th, so expect to see a few more featurettes like this in the near future. And finally today, a feel-good story that shows how Star Trek can bring people together, and sometimes even help them find true love. An article on TulsaWorld.com yesterday highlights the story of Tyree and Tabitha Jones, two Trekkies who met and fell in love after volunteering at a Star Trek convention. They met through a common acquaintance when they both volunteered at Trek Expo, a Tulsa Star Trek convention that ended in 2012. 
He was named after a character in the TOS episode, A Private Little War, and she was born on the 10th anniversary of the premiere of the original series. Tyree and Tabitha's first date was a Trek Expo volunteer meeting at an IHOP. After the meeting, they hung around and talked. At first, they didn't see much of each other outside the convention volunteer meetings, but they talked on the phone and soon found that they were compatible in more ways than just Star Trek. Tyree and Tabitha have been married now for six years, and despite the fact that Trek Expo is no longer running, they still stay active in the fandom. They are in the process of binge-watching all of Star Trek. They're up to Season 2 of Enterprise, and Tabitha is one of the admins of the Friend Trek group on Facebook. From the article, the group is mostly for former Trek Expo volunteers, so they can meet regularly like they did during the con's heyday. But it's open to anyone interested in geekdom. The group meets the third Sunday of every month. The only rule is no drama, Tabitha said. Bring somebody, and you're responsible for them. Tyree, for his part, offered a pearl of wisdom on why he thinks Star Trek will be around forever. Trek will never die because there will always be somebody new introduced to it one way or another, and it will just carry on. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.